What if there was a different way to live and work beyond the hustle and hype, beyond the never ending race to get more, do more, be more, a way that's nourishing, grounded, creative, and aligned with your deepest, truest self. You're listening to Alchemy in Action with me, your host, Amanda Cook. In each episode, we'll explore nature-based personal growth for high-achieving women. Join me to create a life and work that truly fit you, infused with meaning and magic. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Wellpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Cook. And this week, we're talking about a topic that comes up a lot in my discussions with Wellpreneurs. We're talking about online launching. Now, when you create a product or program, or when you just want to get your service out to the world in a bigger way, what you hear is, well, just launch it. But what does that exactly mean? And what goes into a launch? And are they as crazy insane as you hear they are? So I've got on the show today, holistic entrepreneur and business strategist, Lori Kennedy, to talk with me about launching, what goes into a launch, how she does launches in her own business, and some tips so that you can have a more successful launch in your own health business also. And if you were listening last week, you remember that I announced the new Wellpreneur Wellness Mastermind Facebook group, and this is awesome. Have you joined yet? It's completely free. It's a Facebook group on Facebook, and we've got over 150 Wellpreneurs in there that are asking questions and supporting each other and sharing resources. And honestly, I'm kicking myself for not starting this months and months ago because it's such a great way for you guys to connect with each other because you listening, wherever you are right now, walking the dog, cooking dinner, standing in line at the bank, you're not alone. There's thousands of wellness entrepreneurs listening to the same podcast all over the world. And what's cool is now in the Facebook group, you can connect with each other. It's really brilliant. So all you need to do, I'll put the link in the show notes, but also if you've got Facebook, like a Facebook app on your phone, you just open it up and search for Wellpreneur and you'll see my page, but you'll also see the Wellpreneur Wellness Marketing Mastermind group. And if you just request to join that group, then I'll approve you and you can come in and you can share resources and your thoughts as well. Now, just so you know, this group is totally not promotional and I'm going to be super duper strict about that because I hate promotional groups. So this is really a group for sharing and support and helping each other to grow our wellness businesses. It's really awesome. The other thing is just until the end of the month, my Wellpreneur Marketing Bootcamp 2016 workbook is free. So this is a 33-page workbook that takes you step-by-step through how to plan your marketing for next year. And again, that's free till the end of the month. You can download that at wellpreneuronline.com slash 2016 workbook. Please tell your friends planning is more fun with friends. So what you could do is you both spend some time working through the workbook and then you get together for a couple of hours and share your plans with each other. Because I find that, you know, we can create these great plans in our heads, but having somebody else look at it is really valuable as a reality check and also to give you some ideas for things you might not have thought of on your own. So I'll link that up in the show notes as well, but definitely go download my 2016 marketing workbook while it's still free until the end of December. Okay, now let's go into this really useful, helpful, tip-filled interview with Lori Kennedy about online launching. Hi, Lori. Thanks for joining me on the show today. Pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. 
So Lori, I've been really excited to have you on the show. And actually, you contacted me about being on the show, which I love when people do this. And you'd said, you know, you haven't had anybody on to talk about online launches yet and that you love launching. And so I think this is a brilliant idea because launching is a huge topic and I can't believe we've never talked about it. So yeah, thank you for for coming on to talk about that. Yeah, my pleasure. I, I listened to your podcast and I was sort of just scrolling through all the episodes and I thought, you know, how can I add value to all of your listeners? And I noticed that there wasn't anything about launches and I've done a dozen launches and I've helped loads of people launch. So I felt like this is such a great topic because, I mean, we could talk for days about it. So hopefully I'll be able to share some experiences and some really good tips that people can use when they launch. Awesome. So why don't you start off by telling us a bit about what you do and your experience with launching? Sure. So I started my career as a registered holistic nutritionist. I graduated back in 2007. And before that, I was a personal trainer. So I've had over a decade of being in, you know, of of business experience of being in health and wellness. And I had my daughter in 2008 and realized that, you know, being a service professional wasn't all it was cracked up to be when you have a young baby at home and you have to work nights and weekends. And so I slowly started to investigate other ways. And I turned my one-on-one program into a group program. And then when my son came along in 2011, I said, no way. I said, I'm not putting him in daycare. You know, I had to get somebody, my husband or my parents to watch my daughter so I could go to work at night. And I said, no, I'm choosing a different way, a better way to live my life. And I started to seek out online possibilities. I had no idea, you know, what it meant to run an online business. I think in 2011, you know, there wasn't the hype that it was now. And I ran. And so I, I went to a bunch of events and I basically ran my first webinar in June of 2011 and made some good money and thought, oh my goodness, I could get used to this. I was in my bed with my three-month-old son and thought I could really, I could really get into this. And so I spent a lot of time and money learning how to take my business online and ran my first pretty successful launch in December of 2012, where I made about $13,000 in three days. And I was hooked. I was totally, totally hooked. And my husband looked at me and he was like, you just made how much money? And you just, you know, were able to help all of these people like over the Christmas holidays when everybody else's businesses are closed. Like, how does that even work? And so that's basically where I got my start in becoming pretty obsessed with the online world and being able to reach as many people as possible and really learning the intricacies of launching online. Cool. So could you tell us, I'm sure lots of people do know what a launch is, but maybe some people aren't clear because it's kind of a buzzword that's thrown around. So how do you define a launch? So a launch is really a sales promotion. Um, If we think about it, you know, every business has sales periods where they put their, they showcase their products by either putting them on sale or having some type of reason to buy them. And so a launch is a dedicated period in time. Sometimes it's four days, sometimes it's two weeks, sometimes it could be four months. It's a pre-designed period of time that is strategically mapped out to sell a particular product. So you're launching a product into the world and there is an open cart period and a closed cart period, basically. So the time in between is when people can actually pay for the service or the product that you're offering and start working with you, essentially. 
You can run launches for online businesses. You can run them for offline businesses. But when you want to sell something in a bigger way than just mentioning it at, you know, at the bottom of an email, it's like a party for your program. Basically, you're throwing a party. It's an event. It's a party for your program with the intent to sell it. Oh, I love that idea that it's a party for your program because it really does. You do need to make it feel like like yeah. an event, like it's a happening, something that people really want to show up for and like it's a limited yeah. time thing that's happening. Yes. It's a party for your event. Yes, absolutely. And there's loads of planning and like, you know, I equate it to sort of like it's like a wedding. You know, you plan, you plan, you plan, you have it and then it's over. <laughs> So let's talk about that planning, because I know you'd said that there's like a thousand parts to a launch and you kind of love that. And so <laughs> talk us through how far in advance do you even start planning and, and what goes into it? So over the years, I've learned that you should start planning far in advance, like at least, you know, four to six months, if not a year, depending on how big you want the launch to be. But I would say at a minimum, you want to be planning four to six months out and I know that that's not the case for most people. That certainly wasn't the case for me when I first started. It was like, oh, I should launch this tomorrow. But 80% of the work in launching, so in when I say again launching, it's the period where people can actually buy, but 80% of the work is done before you open that shopping cart. So that by the time you open the shopping cart, the way that it, in a dream, you know, in a dream world, the way that it should be is that all of the content, all of the promotional pieces, all of the marketing, all of that stuff's done, scheduled, ready to go so that you can be present during the launch and really engage with people and handle any customer service that comes up. So the four months prior to that date, when everything goes live, you are strategically mapping out using a calendar you know, what content, what graphics, what live Q&As, what webinars, what blogs, what Facebook ads, what customer service, what admin stuff is going to come up for you. And you should have it all scheduled out and ready to go on a calendar and spend the time leading up to the launch creating the content. Right. Now, can we dive into one thing you said, which is that you shouldn't just be like, oh, well, I'm going to launch this tomorrow. And I know this is something I see all the time, and it is that people just want to get the thing out yesterday. And I think it's because we're all so excited about our businesses. But I'd love if you could talk about, I mean, if you're you know, trying to do that, just get it out instantly. I mean, what are the problems with that? Well, I think that there's a couple of reasons that you would want to do that. One, too many people spend too much time creating the program and they leave no time. Like they literally leave two weeks. They leave no time to actually strategically map out a launch campaign. And that happens all the time. And then number two, because of that feeling like I need to make money now, they'll just create something and launch it. And so the problems with that is that you haven't adequately I don't want to use buzzwords, but you haven't adequately like warmed up your audience. So you're basically, you know, up until that point, I'm going to assume and hope that you've given really good free content and value. And then you're going to turn around one day and just be like, here, buy this. And so it's like doing a full 180 from like, I'm going to engage with you and I'm going to give you good free stuff without any sort of lead up excitement building, any sort of notice that you're going to then basically sell them for a number of days on this program. So it could be a little bit shocking to your audience if you're going to do that, especially if you haven't even mentioned that 
you know, you're creating this program to begin with. And then the other mistake that I see people making all the time with launching is they do spend so much time creating the program. They don't adequately build their email list. And so they're quite disappointed when they've spent, you know, four months or five months creating this program and go and, you know, quote unquote, launch it via some Facebook posts and maybe one or two emails and they make no sales. And so they really feel disheartened and demotivated, rightfully so, because they've worked so hard on this program, but they haven't set the program up properly to be viewed as something that's going to solve a problem or to be viewed as something that is really valuable in the eyes of the people who need it the most. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd almost say for people that are just starting out, it's probably more important just to sell a few copies of your thing before you go off planning this huge, massive launch. Because like you were saying, Lori, if you spend four months planning this huge launch and you've never actually proved that people want what you've created, then that's just a lot of work going to waste, really. So yeah. No, I I totally agree. I think it's always such a great idea to validate the program. And I think the one thing that's not really talked about in the online world is that it's one thing to have a, a program that you feel is amazing. And it's quite another to be able to have a well positioned program so that the people who are buying it can understand the value of what you're actually offering to them. So it's not if you don't make sales, it's not it's likely not because your program isn't great. It's probably because you just need to tweak the communication of it. And so learning how to communicate in the language of your ideal client is really important if you're going to launch. And so if you haven't spent time on that, then yes, I totally agree in the sense of, you know, just mail out, email out to your email list and just put a link to whatever it is that you're selling and see what happens before you go and you plan this two-week launch. Cool. So let's talk about the launch then. So what are like the different components of the launch that people need to be planning out? You can break it down into like four or five phases, basically. So the first phase actually happens, you know, it's what in marketing terms is called like the pre-launch. So this is before anyone can even buy. And what you want to do there is think about it like the invitations to the party have gone out, but they have to wait like till the party. So you're getting them excited. This is where you're dropping hints that something fantastic is coming. This is where you're setting the stage to go into the sales portion of the program. And you're hyping everybody up. You're building curiosity. You're still giving really good value, but they can't actually buy anything yet. And this is also where you want to do some list building. So perhaps in pre-launch, which might be six weeks leading up to the actual launch phase, you might want to be sending people who are interested in learning more about the program that you're about to release to some type of subscription page or opt-in page to either get on, you know, the VIP list or the early bird list or to get a sneak peek behind the scenes so that you can start building a targeted email list of people who've raised their hands and say, yeah, I totally want to be the first to know about this thing you're going to launch or this program you're going to release. So here's my email address. And so the pre-launch content is intentioned to be curiosity building, hype building, but also for list building. So you might want to write maybe, you know, one, two or three, depending on your pre-launch time blog posts. 
and some social media posts and maybe do a little bit of, you know, a video about how excited you are and how hard you've been working on this thing. And you're so, and it's almost there and you're so excited to release it to the world. And then you have the actual launch phase, which, like I said, depending on the price of the program, depending on the length of the program will depend on how long your your launch is. So if you're doing like a 21-day detox, you certainly don't need like a three-week launch period. It's just too much time. You don't want to give people too much time to make a decision because they'll just procrastinate until the end anyway. So if you're doing like a six-week program or less, I think a 10-day launch period or even two weeks is sufficient. If you're doing anything that, you know, is above, let's say maybe a three to $500 price point, anything above that, you might want to allocate like two to three weeks so that you can hold some webinars. You can answer a lot of the objection questions that are coming. And so during that scheduled launch period is when you want to have um, strategically dated emails. So typically you go into a launch with some type of early bird phase. So the first sort of couple of days of your launch would be either an early bird phase. And if you're not into discounting your programs, then you want to design a specific bonus that could be like the early bird bonus, something where let's say the first four days to a week, you're able to promote this early bird discount or this early bird bonus and have a hard deadline because people need deadlines to buy. You want to create some type of sense of urgency. And so that would be the first couple of days of your launch. If you're going to do any webinars, it would likely be during that time. And you want to have emails going out pretty much every day during that early bird phase. And I like to send two, sometimes three emails on the last day of that early bird discount. And you will see, it's sort of a fun game to watch. You will see a lot of the sales come in like the three hours before the deadline. And that's just how it goes. It is crazy because it, I've, I was just going to comment that I've experienced the exact same thing. And I always think on that last day, oh, I don't really want to email them again. Like every time I feel slightly guilty about sending yet another email. And you always get a flurry of sales right at the end. It's crazy. It's like people just wait until the last minute. Like they've been thinking about it, but until there's really that time pressure, they don't actually pull the trigger. Yeah. And just sort of as an aside, please don't panic if you don't make any sales in the first couple of days. That's happened to me on more than one occasion. And I always go into like the launch sweats because I'm like, oh my God, no one's buying. Do we need to change the price? And then without fail, you know, that those last 48 hours are when a lot of the sales come in. So just be patient and work your launch plan because you'll see that those sales will come in too. And then after the early bird ends, you have sort of the rest of your launch. So there's usually this like gap between when the early bird ends and when the registration deadline ends, where you'll have a lull in sales because you've just had this flurry of sales. So what I've started doing is I've started offering a last chance bonus that we promote the 48 hours when registration closes. And that seems to pick sales right up over the last 48 hours, because usually your program is at regular price at that point. And so by having this 48 hour last chance bonus, it gives you another reason to email several times in 48 hours because you have to announce the bonus. 
Then you want to send another email like showcasing the bonus. And then on the last day, again, you want to really let your people know that if they're sitting on the fence, now is the time because registration is closing. So you definitely want to send those last couple of emails. So within that, let's say two week period, you're going to be sending a lot of emails. And there's been many a launches that I've, you know, had to wake up very early in the morning and be like, oh my God, I don't have the email to send out today. So please take my advice and try and get those emails done before you go into your launch because it'll just make launching way less stressful. Yeah, really good tips. I loved what you said in the beginning where you were like, you know, have as much planned and created before so that you can just focus on engagement and mm-hmm. sharing during the launch. Because I think that's where it really adds in the personal touch too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're going to be getting, you know, depending again on the size of your community, you're going to be getting quite a few questions. You're also, you know, if you're a one woman, one man show, you're in charge of also monitoring your sales. And so sometimes payments decline. Sometimes PayPal doesn't work. You know, you need to be in 50 places at once. And it is a hectic time for sure, but it's super exhilarating and it's really fun. So you just, yes, to have everything as much as you can done ahead of time so that you can really focus and be present to those people who want to engage with you during your launch. Cool. So for somebody that's just looking at doing their first launch and maybe they have a just they're kind of a solopreneur and don't really have a team yet. Do you have some tools or tricks that you could recommend to make it go more smoothly? Yeah, absolutely. So what I would do is I would seek out in advance a graphic designer, one graphic designer that you can work with to get all of your graphics done. Because even though there's Canva and PicMonkey, and I know you can all do it yourself and maybe it takes five minutes, but you have to create a good amount of graphics. And so that's something that can be really inexpensively outsourced to someone who can then help you do that. The other tip that I have is really sit down with a calendar. We use Google Docs because it can be shared. So even if you're sharing it with a VA or even just for yourself, you want to take time to plan out and think of every single step. So the question I like to ask is, then what? So if somebody lands on your sales page, how are they going to buy? And after they buy, then what happens? And when they get that first email, then what happens? And so if you can think through the actual steps that your new customers or clients are going to take and actually outline it all, you'll see that it'll be much easier for you to outsource to VAs the parts of the launch that you don't necessarily have to do, like loading emails into Aweber or MailChimp. If the emails are written, that's not something that you need to spend hours doing because your time is better spent creating new content. So working with VAs just for the launch period is really key if you're a solopreneur because there's just so much to do in such a short period of time. And you really have to look at it like an investment because otherwise it's likely that you'll just miss things that a VA can help you overcome. And then the other thing, the other tip is more from a personal care perspective. Whenever we go into launching, I batch cook like mad because you don't have time or essentially the energy, especially if you have kids like I do to prepare dinners and make lunches and just after school snacks and stuff. So I know that for the three weeks that we launch, all the food is made, everything's done, and I don't necessarily have to 
prioritize my energy to anything that doesn't really require it in that three-week period. Definitely. So how often do you think is okay to launch? Because like you said, you're going to be hitting your email list pretty hard during that time. So it's not something you want to do like every month, for example. So what do you think is the best practice? Again, it depends on your program. So I think that it's, it's okay to launch maybe once a quarter. So once every 90 days, again, it depends. If your program is a 12-week program, then maybe, you know, twice a year, basically. But if you're doing like, let's say a 30-day program, I think once a quarter or three times a year is great. And then if you, if you need sort of a, a cash influx or you want to be generous to your community, you can always do like a 48-hour flash sale. Those things work really great where you're just putting the program on for 48 hours and you're giving people like a discount coupon code to be able to go in and buy where you don't have to set up this whole launch, but you've created this program to be of service and people need a reason to buy. So mixing in some type of flash sale or new bonus added in between launch periods really helps you acquire more clients. Oh, cool. That's a really good strategy, actually, for a flash sale. And I like I like being able to maybe add in an extra bonus instead of discounting. But like in something like that, if it was just a 48 hour sale, would you still do? I mean, how much in advance are you prepping that? Or is that something you could just announce at the last minute? I would sort of just give them a heads up like the week before and just say you're planning something really special. Make sure to check your email on the day that you're going to be announcing the flash sale just so that they have a heads up because, you know, people are busy. Not everybody opens our emails every day, although I wish they would, but (laughs) it just doesn't happen. And so giving them just a heads up that a sale is coming or something special is coming is a great idea, but it's way less easier than running a, you know, a full-blown launch. And then over the period of the 48 hours, you could even take some of your launch content and reuse it for that 48 hour period. Like if you had a good case study or if you had good success stories, or if you had, let's say like an FAQ email to explain what the program is, you can just reuse that content. Cool. So what happens if during our launch, things are just not going according to plan? You pour yourself a glass of wine and have a good cry, first of all, (laughs) but it happens. I've had sales pages, my hosting company, you know, take my sales page down in the middle of a launch where we have affiliates and we've been driving massive Facebook traffic for three days at one point. There was nothing we could do. Sometimes things are just out of our hands. If it's something that you can control, I would start paying attention to a lot of the questions that you're getting. It's possible that your message might be confusing. Your message might not match your client your ideal client, even though you think it's very self-explanatory, especially when you're first starting out, I would start paying attention to a lot of the questions. If you're getting a lot of the same questions, then I would go in and change your sales page. And I would rewrite a bit of the sales page to make it more clear. The best thing that you can do during a launch is pay attention. Pay attention to what people are saying. Pay attention to the questions that you're asking. Pay attention to if you're using lead pages, for example, you can see how many people have hit your sales page. If you've had 100 people hit your sales page and you haven't had one purchase yet, then it's possible that your messaging or your offer doesn't match what your ideal clients actually want. And so then you would want to pay attention to the questions. I would even send out an email if that was the case. I would even send out an email and 
clarify that this is what the program is or host a live Q&A to get people to ask you questions and you verbally explain it and then send them to the sales page. So by paying attention to the questions that you're getting during your launch, that's going to be the best indicator as to what's going wrong. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. And can you give us, because we're kind of getting to the end of our time together, but can you give us just a few tips for how people can have a more smooth launch? Sure. So the biggest tip I can give you, even though it's something that people avoid, is to plan, plan, plan. Sit down with a calendar and map out what content is supposed to be published when, brainstorm a list of blog topics, brainstorm a list of graphics, and put those into a calendar. That would be, I think, the best advice. And then ask for help as well. Like if you are listening and you have a family, ask for support, ask for help to watch your kids, ask, you know, hire a cleaning lady, even if you don't already have one for the duration of the program of their launch and the the week sort of leading up to it, alleviate as much responsibility from your life that doesn't pertain to your business as possible. Because this is the time where you really want to put your head down and focus so that you could, you could throw a good party for your people, right? No one wants to go to a bad party. So those would be, I guess, the two planning and then just asking for support and alleviating as much responsibility as possible. And then also, you know, working with a VA for the time of your launch. Mm -hmm. No, thank you. And I just, I kind of want to just pull out here why all the different moving parts, because I think until you run a launch yourself, you don't really think about all the parts. And I know we've kind of alluded to it, but like you said, hire a graphic designer and maybe people are thinking, well, I can probably just do that myself. But actually, and you can jump in here, but just thinking about my own launches, you're going to need like sales page graphics. You're going to need buy now buttons. You're going to need Facebook sized images, Twitter sized images, Pinterest sized images, like email header images, right? Like all your pre-launch content images. And I mean, there's lots just for images, not even to mention copy and then all the different pages you're going to need. Like for every, you know, there's all these emails, there's like sales pages, then there's thank you pages or upsell pages. Like, I guess, so I just wanted to kind of draw that out because I think, I know I didn't quite realize all the different variables (laughs) I was going to have to create. I mean, I'll just tell you very quickly. So I have an editor. So when we go into launch for four months, I have an editor, you know, on hand. I have two graphic designers. I have a video editor. I have an audio editor. I have a website person. I have someone who's doing my sales page and thank you page and all of my upsell pages and all of my like back end stuff because we use Entreport. And then affiliates. I mean, if you choose to work with affiliates, like that adds on a whole nother level. But when it's all said and done and you are going to run like a two to three week launch, you're getting close to like, I don't know, between 20 and 30 emails, probably 10 blog posts. If you're going to do webinars, you know, you have to get the slides edited and you have to schedule in all of your sort of webinar dates. And then you have to do replay pages. And then you have to do all the customer service. So like I said, like answering all the questions, they can't access the program, they can't get the replay, they can't, you know, PayPal's not working. There is a lot that goes into it, which is why you don't, A, from a physical, like adrenal standpoint, you can't launch every month. And B, because there's just not enough time in the year. And one of the things that I hear from health practitioners and coaches all the time is they have like four or five different programs and none of them are really thriving 
it's because there's not enough weeks in the year to launch four or five different programs successfully. So much goes into it. And that's why planning ahead of time is super key. And when it's your first launch, it's going to feel frantic. Launches are always stressful. They feel frantic no matter how much you plan because there's just so much going on in such a short period of time. But if you're talking about, I mean, just to get realistic for a second, talking about like your whole team. And so just generally like what that's a pretty big launch, right? In terms of like size of your list and how much you're going to make. I honestly, when I did my first launch, I still had a graphic designer. I can't spell to save my life. So I hired a editor from Upwork, which used to be Odesk. And then I had someone also a VA helping me load all of my stuff. And I didn't have the money for it at the time. So everything went on a credit card because I knew that I wasn't going to be able to do all of it myself. And I actually didn't know how to do all of it myself. And at that point, my email list was 800 people. And so that was my first launch where I made about 13 grand from that launch. And I did have three people helping me because I just couldn't do it all. And so if you're just starting out, I would absolutely work with a graphics person and I would work with somebody who can help you with your email automation. Those would be the two key people I would have. Mm -hmm. And is there a way that like if somebody's just doing their first launch and they've just got one product and, you know, to keep it really simple, is there kind of like a more streamlined version Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, I would just, honestly, I would just craft a couple emails, you know, craft a couple emails. The first one being like a big announcement email that you're so excited to be launching this. The next one, maybe talking about the benefits and the outcome of the way people will feel after they go through your program. Maybe the third email would be if you have any testimonials. And then the fourth one might be just answering some questions and just have it be that and put your heart and soul into those four emails. Maybe get some nice graphics made and see how it goes, right? That's exactly where you should start. If you've never done anything before and tech is overwhelming and you haven't really sold anything before, I would absolutely just do it that way. Yeah, really good advice. Thank you. Because I (laughs) I don't want to freak everybody out out there. And I think it's good to be aware of like what you want to work up to and like the big picture of how you can do launches. But I think you can just get started in that small way too. So thank you, Lori. Yeah. So Lori, tell us where everyone can get in touch with you if they'd like to learn more or or work with you. Sure. So you guys can find me at lorikennedyrhn.com and Lori is spelled L-O-R-I. And I have some really good um, freebies on my website and you can just check out some of the really helpful blogs and stuff. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I'll link all of that up in the show notes so everyone can get to it really easily. So thanks so much, Lori. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode. As always, you can get all the links of everything we talk about in the show notes, which are available if you just tap on the picture of the podcast on your phone. It will bring you right to the show notes, or you can get it on my website at wellpreneuronline.com slash 92. And while you're on your phone or online, don't forget to go join the new Wellpreneur Wellness Marketing Mastermind Facebook group, which is just awesome. It's totally free and a great way to connect with other Wellpreneurs and get some support for growing your own wellness business. So have a fabulous week and I'll see you back here next week with the next episode.